0: Shining City Audio, a John Meacham and C-13 original studio. January 9th, 1991. George H.W. Bush writes Saddam Hussein on the eve of war. I'm John Meacham, and this is Reflections of History. war was at hand in august 1990 saddam hussein's iraq had invaded kuwait the attack was seen as a test of the post-cold war world order would territorial integrity and sovereignty be respected or would the world once more be run only by the rule of the strong president george hw bush saw the crisis in the gulf as a fundamental test the united nations was with him And on this date in 1991, as armed conflict drew ever closer, the President wrote Saddam, Mr. President, we stand today at the brink of war between Iraq and the world. This is a war that began with your invasion of Kuwait. This is a war that can be ended only by Iraq's full and unconditional compliance with UN Security Council Resolution 678. I am writing you now directly, because what is at stake demands that no opportunity be lost to avoid what would be a certain calamity for the people of Iraq. I am writing as well because it is said by some that you do not understand just how isolated Iraq is and what Iraq faces as a result. The international community is united in its call for Iraq to leave all of Kuwait without condition and without further delay. This is not simply the policy of the United States. It is the position of the world community as expressed in no less than 12 Security Council resolutions. There can be no reward for aggression, nor will there be any negotiation. Principle cannot be compromised. However, by its full compliance, Iraq will gain the opportunity to rejoin the international community. More immediately, the Iraqi military establishment will escape destruction. But unless you withdraw from Kuwait completely and without condition, you will lose more than Kuwait. What is at issue here is not the future of Kuwait. It will be free, its government will be restored, but rather the future of Iraq. The choice is yours to make. The United States will not be separated from its coalition partners. Twelve Security Council resolutions, 28 countries providing military units to enforce them, More than 100 governments complying with sanctions all highlight the fact that it is not Iraq versus the United States, but Iraq versus the world. That most Arab and Muslim countries are arrayed against you as well should reinforce what I am saying. Iraq cannot and will not be able to hold on to Kuwait or exact a price for leaving. You may be tempted to find solace in the diversity of opinion that is American democracy. You should resist any such temptation. Diversity ought not be confused with division, nor should you underestimate, as others have before you, America's will. Iraq is already feeling the effects of the sanctions mandated by the United Nations. Should war come, it will be a far greater tragedy for you and your country. Let me state, too, that the United States will not tolerate the use of chemical or biological weapons. Or the destruction of kuwait's oil fields and installations further you will be held directly responsible for terrorist actions against any member of the coalition the american people would demand the strongest possible response you and your country will pay a terrible price if you order unconscionable acts of this sort i write this letter not to threaten but to inform i do so with no sense of satisfaction the people of the United States have no quarrel with the people of Iraq. Mr. President, UN Security Council Resolution 678 establishes the period before January 15th of this year as a pause of goodwill so that this crisis may end without further violence. Whether this pause is used as intended or merely becomes a prelude to further violence is in your hands and yours alone. I hope you weigh your choice carefully and choose wisely for much will depend upon it. George Bush. Secretary of State James A. Baker III took the letter to Iraqi Foreign Minister Tariq Aziz, who read it and then refused to take to Saddam. And so war came. Thank you for listening to Reflections of History, a creation of Shining City Audio, A C-13 Originals and John Meacham Studio. Reflections of History is executive produced by me, John Meacham, and Chris Corcoran, Chief Content Officer and Founding Partner of Cadence 13. Production and editing led by Lloyd Lockridge, Margot Gray, and Chris Basil. Production assistance by Andy Jaskowitz and Adam Macias. Cadence 13 is an Odyssey company. I'm Lauren Sherman, the writer behind Puck's Fashion and Beauty Memo line sheet. And I'd like to welcome you to my new show, Fashion People. On every episode of Fashion People, I'll be talking to insiders about the stuff we're all whispering between the press releases. From M&A rumors to celebrity stylist dish to the future of legacy media. Be sure to follow and listen to Fashion People, a presentation of Odyssey in partnership with Puck, available on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.